Oh my goodness, what is up everybody? It is back, the Fantasy Football Breakdown Podcast. I believe it's episode 195, maybe it's one. We'll see how we're going to do this, but I'm at FL2DrinkMinimum. And as always, my boy at SwagzillaZeroG is here to break it down with me. What is up, my dude? What is up to drink? <laughs> oh, what is got up, it. Kids? <laughs> How in the hell are what, you? What's up, buddy? Oh, one more. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. It's been too long since I've heard that. That's hilarious. Way and too long. And all of this, to be honest. Yeah, this is absolutely, this is exciting. We we threw out a couple, like, threw out a couple, like, sneaks, peaks on this that we're going to be trying to get together today. So I, I'm super excited. Episode 195, you've probably had 16, 17 weeks off, and we have no yep. plan. This is how you do it at Fantasy Football Breakdown. So <laughs> rusty-ass nails here with me today. We don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> But I got to thinking, like, one thing that I reflected on that um, changed my season. And first of all, dude, you, you know, we talked, like, Two Drink and I have all actually stayed pretty close in contact. I probably talked to you once or twice True. a week. You know, sometimes we miss a week. But one thing yeah. that I've reflected on from this season not having you with me is how much, like, you lose sight of all, like, the inside jokes that we've created over the years. Um because your listeners can still share some of those, but if you're all of a sudden talking with somebody new, they don't—they're not in on those as much as, as you and I would yeah. have been. Um, you miss like you've heard more of my bad takes than probably anybody. You've heard more of, the, of my good takes than probably anybody just over the years, and kind of yeah. the the crap and um, patting each other on the back wasn't there, you know? Because I mean, you can't just every episode be like, "Oh yeah, two I. I wish two drink was here because he right. he heard me you know so you almost take for granted some of those like jokes and takes that you've built over the years and um man I, I don't know i almost even like took for granted like the shit that you give me and the comfort that you build <laughs> and that we have you know like even no, that's, some that's... of the stuff even that like i would even say like sometimes frustrates me and frustrated me now i'm like gosh man that that was so much fun. So I really missed it. One thing I thought about throughout the season, though, and you mentioned like uh, things you miss, you know, because we miss each other. So what did we miss on throughout the season? One thing that I'm kind of glad that I didn't have to be here with you for was Gardner, because I think like you were one of the strong people that like you understood like yeah he's got the job but he don't got it in 2021 like it's time you you figure that out you know if they have a losing record i i really think like you were one of the first i'm sure you weren't yeah. the first to think it but you and i were the sure. first to have that conversation if they have a losing record like he's out bro and i'm just kind of like well they're not gonna first of all <laughs> second of all like <laughs> i don't know i think you know what i mean but dude and i'm sure you've heard me talk about it but i am in so many situations where like Gardner is on my team and like now you're you're down to you know one less quarterback at this point and you need to figure it mm -hmm. out he's one of the so I definitely had you in my ear still kind of being like man why didn't I just like you there was that window where you had so many people wanting Gardner from you and and that window where he was harder to acquire from people where I know that people were starting to believe yep. that I could have moved on pretty easily and gotten into something a little bit less risky so and that's one thing that i would say i learned from that is even though like i enjoyed gardner i i, I have a gardner shirt on right now accidentally um i still I feel like that's not like, accidentally but we'll move on <laughs> it, 
it kind of is. I, <laughs> I had a sweatshirt on. If I record in a sweatshirt, though, I will get way heated. It's weird. So I, I have to record similar to a drummer. Um, I do keep <laughs> my shirt on for you. But today, it's a gardener shirt. It's not a Jag shirt. It's a gardener shirt. Fair. So I enjoyed it. Like, it's always going to be one of those times. Like, I look back on it. I enjoyed Gardner. I think we all did. Um, same time, like, there, I, I kind of knew the risks were there, and I was arrogantly, right. like, willing to overlook them when I could have moved on to something maybe not as fun and flashy and sexy in the moment, but less risky. But see, that's that's the part, right? Like, the upside of what that year was, you know, prior at the end there when he took over and kind of ran away with it was huge, right? I mean, there were times where he was, what, like a top, I want to say maybe six, eight, yep. uh, you know, don't quote me on that, but the end of not this past year that just ended, but the year before that where, like, he was he was crushing most quarterbacks and you got him for basically free. You know, you project that into that next season and and and, and what you had paid for it going into it was almost worth the risk. I feel like that's a that's something I generally do, and you usually gave me shit about that in years past. Where it's like, yeah, but I didn't pay anything for it, right? Like Damian Williams, right, is one that you always gave me shit for back in the day because I paid nothing for it. Um, when West was getting hurt and stuff like that, and everybody's going out there, I'm like, no, just go get the cheapest one, go get Damian Williams. And then I rode that the next year, knowing that well, I didn't pay anything for it, so if it doesn't work out, it's not really that big of a loss. When you're looking at it that way, not taking into the fact that I paid nothing for this stock, it went way up. I wrote it to the top and I said, there's still more to go. And then I ended up riding that bitch down to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. It. I, I don't know that that truly hurt you, but it definitely didn't help you. Right. But yeah. if you win a championship with Gardner or say Damian Williams from two years ago, whatever it was, then then to me, that's worth it. So, like, I don't know that you need to beat yourself up over it. But, yeah, at some point, maybe we should have taken a look. But. Look, this this year for the Jags even went way worse than I thought it was going to. Sure. Right? And, and going in, it was like that defense is bad, even though they have addressed it. So the quarterback will have to throw and should have to make plays. Gardner also got hurt during that time, and that didn't help your case. And then the team was on full spiral. And, and you saw, and I heard you talk about it on Rookie Fever and Super Flexible and Super Flex City. Holy shit, go check out all that amazing work because that's awesome, the work that everybody puts in over there. But – it, it just ended up where where they were never going to let him have another chance. He right. was clearly better than Glennon and whatever the hell the other they, dudes yeah, in the game was. That's true. You know what I mean? Like yep. He was never going to get that shot again. So I, I'm going to go to this, and you teased it before we even said, but I, I guess we will end up continuing to talk about misses today because I fucking missed the shit out of you and, and doing this. So but, we'll talk but, about but, some of our misses. But check go this ahead. out because I'm, I'm glad you brought up the market on like Damian Williams and Gardner because still like that that's still like – it's still a missed opportunity, even like if you missed Correct. it within the market, you had an opportunity to still. And and I and I'm I hear you like that's not going to be the move that devastates your dynasty team forever right. or anything like that. But just sometimes when you reflect on the opportunities you had and you know what you could have had for those players, I mean, even Correct. even a twenty twenty one first, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some you might have been able to get a couple for Gardner at certain points. Um, Damian Williams, you know, you could have got some, and then you just the way that those could have helped your teams and stubbornly and like even somebody like Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, like, and I've talked about this before, the opportunity I missed when I didn't sell him right away 
like week mm-hmm. one or two. And I told myself even like going into the season, as soon as Mitch has a couple good games, boom, get rid of him. But I I got too caught up in it. And I was like, oops, I got another quarterback on my team. You know what I mean? And how fun is this now? You know, like I, I can actually start Mitch Trubisky. Like I was right. Screw Nick who, Foles. Who got some really awesome games and, randomly. But it was still like I didn't even listen to myself mm-hmm. because I got so caught up in it that I knew what I was supposed to do if it got to that point. But then it was there. I threw it all out the window and maliciously held on to Mitch Trubisky in all my leagues. So I'm going to lump Trubisky and Gardner together here for the same kind of question because it's hard to know in Chicago what's going to happen after they lost that playoff game. Um, Myself and I've seen, you know, across multiple news outlet media, you know, social media or whatever, is it sounds like Mitch might not be there next year in Chicago. Is that right? Or is that kind of how you take that? I'm starting to wonder. I I wonder if they go into the season with him now. I wonder if he's actually their best option at this point. And Foles is still there unless they're cutting him. Because that's Foles Foles made that weird contract where he could decide after year one, if he had such a great year, he'd opt out and go get money. We all know that shit ain't happening. So he's going to cash that next check in for them. So they're going in with both the same quarterbacks again. Yeah, you know, unless they, I mean, maybe they move up in the draft. Maybe somebody falls to them in the right spot. But there's teams like the Bears and even the Saints who are are going into the future now almost needing a quarterback, but they did too good to have a good draft pick. Like Mm -hmm. even Chicago, who is meh. They they still did good enough to make it into the playoffs. It's going to affect their draft position. By the time they're on the clock, is Mitch Trubisky a better option than who they can draft there, like really, as much sure. shade as we've thrown at Mitch, but is he a better option at this point? Maybe Sam Darnold in Chicago? Right. Well, that's the other thing. Like, do we get a quarterback carousel with, you know, Falcons pick up towards the top, or and they just got a new head coach. Do they Do they just, you Matt know, Ryan. decide to t- make a switch and Matt Ryan go somewhere? Yeah. I've heard you say multiple times that maybe the Lions move on from Stafford and we see him move in. I think it's pretty likely that Jimmy G isn't a 49er. Like, I, I don't agree. care if you like these guys. Like, these guys are going to be moving along with <sighs> the rookies coming in quarterback-wise. Justin is, Fields is def- to the Niners. It's, it's definitely a conversation for for our multiple shows, probably across multiple of your podcasts, obviously. Um, some of the names that, that are, you know, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, or I don't want to be hot take here, but I don't like those guys. I don't, I don't, I don't know what people are seeing in them going to the next level so i think we see some more of these vets uh, maybe end up in spots we are, we're not used to there but uh switching back to to the gardener part of that does obviously with gardner the Jags to chicago getting, get, getting urban meyer here right <laughs> there you go getting urban meyer here and they have the 101 pick like they're they're taking a quarterback and it, it will be lawrence i know people have watched justin fields because he went to ohio state blah, 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 whatever uh, it's it's trevor lawrence is Gardner good enough to get another starting job not based on injury in the mm. league? Not based um, on injury because so many quarterbacks we saw start games, right? Like since he had three guys play play as quarterback this year, like we, we'll see that. So I, I'm sure he can go somewhere and, and find that opportunity. But is he given the opportunity to be a starter somewhere not due to injury, you feel? I, I mean, I think that maybe you see him as a bridge to somebody. There, there's okay. a possibility maybe, you know, like – 
I mentioned Chicago, kind of mm-hmm. snarky and funny, but really maybe somebody like S- Chicago, you know, they have a history there as well. So, like that's why Nick Foles is there. Somebody uh, in Cap Space Hell, so you're bringing in Gardner cheap because because he doesn't yeah, cost you, much, have and the Jags probably got to get rid of him, right? Like yeah. you can't have him there. Um, you talked about that selling mustaches and all that kind of shit, right? Like you can't have it's it's almost Tim Tebow esque, right? And I think I've heard you say that too. Like you don't want that backup quarterback that has so much attention right. and and want from the fan base that as soon as Trevor Lawrence throws a pick, like they're calling for Gardner. Like I yeah. know that's not going to happen. You, right? you almost to the extreme, want to. Like, he can't be there. Yeah, you almost want to imagine him as your starter if he's coming to your team just because of everything you just said. But at the right. same time, like. Um, John Hogue mentioned on uh, Superflex Super Show that maybe Gardner's somebody that could go push Drew Locke or somebody right. like that even. Maybe that's a situation where they both kind of actually push each other and they both got a little of that swagger we love. <laughs> but uh, but um, can, I, yeah. can I piss John off maybe a little bit here then and then maybe other Bronco fans? I think that he, I th- he probably misses you too. I think if Gardner goes to Denver, he beats out Drew Locke, and I don't know that it's close. I don't know that you're going to piss John off with that. I know I know he's not a huge fan of Locke, and Locke has an unbelievable arm. Like his, Locke's arm talent is, is superior to Minshew, uh, but not necessarily accuracy-wise, and I think Locke trusts it too much where he just slings it around. So, But I, I think Minshew would be a great push for Locke there, and I, I do think Minshew would, would win that job. So, I, mean, I don't know that that means the best for that team in the long run. Right, that's a right. Story too. But, so maybe there's a scenario where you could see mm-hmm. Gardner going somewhere as a bridge quarterback to be the starter. And as you mentioned with like the mustache stuff and all that, you know he's going to sell some tickets. Right. You know what I mean? If he but is I on that. that. Meaning like he can't, to me, he can't be a Jaguar next year going in. No, I don't think he right. can be. Okay. I, I don't think, um, but I mean, Trevor Lawrence, if, if you got Trevor Lawrence on most NFL teams, they're gonna they'll they'll forget about Gardner. No, I and I and I 100 percent agree. I just I think he's in that same realm, right? Like we talked about it, and to me, that's why like however bad Tebow people believe Tebow was, like he he couldn't make it as a backup because everybody the fan base wanted to right. see him there. Yep, and it was like this dude's barely our third string quarterback right now. Like shut up about it, and every media question was about the third string quarterback like every question is going to be about you know well the Jags lost again they're 0-3 like when like why not give Minshew a chance like I don't think the Jags issues are quarterback you know what I mean like if you put Minshew on on the Bortle squad that went to the AFC championship game yeah they might get past the AFC championship game yeah like that's that's not the Jags immediate issue but yes Trevor Lawrence makes them better next year yeah I mean you give you give Gardner everything that all four quarterbacks in Dallas had to work with, and right. I mean, you know what I mean. Those situations. If he was, if he was the backup and not Andy Dalton, right? I don't know that Dallas is super anxious to sign Dak to franchise, right? You know, like, same. Uh, maybe you know even I mean? like, you think he crushes it there. Yeah, maybe even a team like the Colts, who could be <clears throat> sure. losing Philip Rivers. You know, somebody like that, like a good offensive line, some up and coming weapons, mm-hmm. maybe somebody like. The Colts. Every quarterback is going to the Colts, by the way. I don't know if you've heard that, but free agency wise, every every quarterback to the Colts. But but I mean, needless to say, like I mean, and I don't even want to say that this is a huge miss, but I think twenty twenty just showed us like how 
volatile that quarterback position can be and like mm-hmm. the how many feelings have changed like from coming into 2020 to now 2021 in this quarterback carousel we're all talking about it'd be really funny if like everybody stays put and like you get Taysom Hill and starting for the Saints Matthew <laughs> Stafford's a lion Matt Ryan's you know what I mean it'd be really kind of funny still a if, falcon yep. yeah but we'll have to see what happened it'll be pretty interesting I'd love to see Matt Ryan and everybody says it, so but I'm, I can be cliche here and there. But but with the 49ers or something like Back that, with like, yeah, he, MVP he, on him, yeah, you know. But you just never know, man. All right, so so kind of coming back for a circle back to our misses. I I wrote Lavisca Chanel down. Do as do a miss get, as a miss. Do do we get? Do we get a pass on that? Not, not necessarily a miss as a rookie wide receiver. A miss as to where I know I had him coming into it and where I think you kind of got to. Or, you know what I mean? Like kind of mm-hmm. kind of wanted to follow Gardner into this huge season and knowing it, it got to be more than Shark. Like, do you get a pass on Chenault? Uh, and, and I know like um, he kind of came on late and, and, you know, had a big two-touchdown game at the very end that nobody, you know, it didn't help anybody. That kind of inflates his numbers to me. Um I, I so, have I mean, Chanel as a miss for me because I, I had him as probably the wide receiver one out of the rookies, right? I think we did a hot take show yep. somewhere, um, and, 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 and we kind of called that out. And I was even going to say that, like, I think LaVisca Chenault is kind, was kind of hot takey. And sure. So it, what, see, I again, get why I, you're I calling it that. a miss. But, I mean, I, I what do you, what do you, what? I, I go because I wanted Gardner to be, like, I, I thought Gardner would have to throw a bunch. Not necessarily that they would win a lot of games, but the defense would be bad. They'd have to throw, and it's only Chark there, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, uh, sure, James Robinson was a miss for for everybody basically coming in into it because we didn't really expect that, and that was before Fournette even left, kind of deal, right? Like, I don't know that that one's even fair. Uh, right, to, right. To call oh, I, yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I took James Robinson at the five twelve in trade attic six. Nice. Um, you know what I mean? Like the very last pick, and I was just like, ah, whatever. I'll take a backup running back here. Like, That's who knows awesome, what's going to happen for net? And just luck into something stupid. Most people got him as a as a waiver wire pickup after yep. week one, and you spent the farm, and it was well worth it. But yeah. I, I don't know that he's fair, but I, I feel like to me personally, Chenault was a miss. I, I told people to no, go get Chenault. No, like, yeah, I took Chenault over T. Higgins. I, like, I, you I, I, I agree with, with what you're saying, and for both of you and I, to what you're saying, he's probably a miss for for how we talked him up, especially in redraft. I, I do remember, like for me, like was really yeah, redraft. Into, that was like last pick. Every time you take Chanel, and I yeah, did that. I was really into and I like, him, like um, week three. Chanel and Justin Jefferson to be like the best wide receivers in like <clears throat> redraft, w- right. rookie wide receivers in redraft. So I guess you could call it a miss. Um, but with everything that happened, I mean, so many things went wrong to to still maybe like see that potential in Chanel moving forward. I mean, once the quarterback changes happened there i mean we had jake luton at one point and it wasn't rooting to and it was it wasn't exciting you know and but but man you're probably right i mean lavisca chenault figure finished the season as wide receiver 46 160.9 points 18 attempts 91 yards 58 receptions 79 targets 600 yards five touchdowns weekly average was wide receiver 50 you know, so a lot of times when I'm reading these, I want to see that weekly average go up from his positional, which was wide receiver 46. But in this case, it actually went down four spots. I'm not super concerned. I think that both LaVisca Chenault and Shark are going to be 
in better situations, but um, I think it's a miss. It's just a harder one for me to like be hard on anybody about, including I don't know. It's a miss. You're right. Because <laughs> it, it probably didn't bother other people as much as it did, you know, you and I, and just kind of how we attacked it. Like you said, even redraft wise. And but I, I definitely remember telling people like, you know. Every your last pick in your Yahoo redraft, you take Chanel and you don't worry about it, and you're gonna, you know, what I mean, you're gonna crush from wh- what you got there. So that one, that one kind of stings a little bit. I'm I'm gonna jump in and, and just throw another one out here, and it's Henry Ruggs because there's a little theme mm. with with like rookie wide receivers that I was kind of higher on. I feel like than than others. You were super into and, Ruggs. And and what happened there? Like, can you can you help me there? Like, and does this make Chanel and or Ruggs like? Do you want to buy them going into next year? I feel like you can't with Chenault because it's Trevor Lawrence and now it's Urban Meyer. But like, do you want to get into rugs because you think people are off of it and there's still opportunity there? Or is that still not something you want? Because rugs definitely was a miss for me. Yeah, I mean, rugs isn't even in the top 20 rookies overall or by right. weekly average. Like, it's ugly. I think he's like wide receiver 80 or something. Even his weekly average, the games he played... Um, I'm not going out to get rugs. I think the price is still a little bit too high. People still wanting to believe it, or they they yeah. paid too much recently. I would rather like divert to Brian Edwards in that situation, or I, I or go pay a dime for cheaper? Nelson Aguilar because I okay. think Brian Edwards is going to be superior to Henry Ruggs in the end. Like once he's healthy okay. and everything gets going, I think that he's the superior wide receiver on that team. Gotcha. That's who I'd rather have. And yes, it's a little cheaper, so the risk is less. Gotcha. But that that's who I would personally go after. I didn't really like Ruggs a ton when you did. He was just the fastest guy mm-hmm. that was drafted earliest, you know, similar to Hollywood Brown. Yep, and I and I have Hollywood Brown on my list as well. Um I think it's he more He started about to show some flashes what, at the end. So right, like he he started off with almost what no touchdowns in the beginning of the season and ends up with eight by the end. So uh, I wrote it down, I guess, because when, when me and you started talking um, right out a week ago, I guess, I think it was for when we were going to put this together, I just started thinking about some of the trades me and you have made like in the off season prior to this. And um, is it, what is it? The new show on DTC feed. Yeah. The new show on DTC feed fantasy timeline or no fantasy time machine where they talk about old trades. Like when I was listening to that, it just made me think of, yes, Marquise Brown in a second for Stephon Diggs uh, going into the season. And I was like, I remember I remember that show. I think that was the show we did with Dr. Dr. Uh, Outhouse. Oh, yeah. Where he came and facilitated our trades for us. We made like eight trades or something that day. Um, and that was your counter was, was Brown in a second to Diggs. And I was like, yeah, those wide receivers are very similar to me this year. So I'll take the free second. Clearly – that is not the case because Stefan Diggs fucking destroyed this year. Um, and I, I have heard multiple places that that combo, because we know you had Josh Allen, that combo Josh Allen Diggs propelled you to a few championships and, and some money in some places. Uh, so, again, that's probably more of a personal miss where I felt like, although Marquise Brown ended up having a, an, an okay season, um, I saw higher expectations for him and clearly not as high for for Diggs. Um, I don't own any Josh Allen anywhere. Uh, I did not anticipate this much of a progression into this year for him and throwing. Um, 
I don't want to piss you off here, but I feel like this is probably the ceiling, although he's still young and can continue to grow. It's a pretty damn nice ceiling. It's it's an amazing ceiling. So I'm just going to skip out on on talking shit about Brown some more. Do we need to get out of Josh Allen? Like, ride it through the playoffs? And and is now your peak? I mean, I guess it depends on what you're giving me. Sure, but I mean, and, it's, and it clearly it's different than Gardner because, regardless, Josh Allen is a quarterback for at least a few more years if he if he wants to be right. Like he's young, he can be yeah. a quarterback for a while. But if this is the peak, is this non score non scoring non point scoring season the time to get out on Josh Allen? Then yeah. are, are you going to miss? Are you going to miss it and have to write it back down or end up getting less than what you should now? If this I mean, is he, where it is, he's still young. I mean, for me, like. <clears throat> Anything after Patrick Mahomes, you're mm-hmm. just kind of like that next five. Like, let's grab those five. I'm happy with any of them, <clears throat> to be completely okay. honest with you. Like, including like Josh Allen, of course, Kyler Murray. Then it gets like, who do you put in there for your dynasty rankings? Like, do you still have Aaron Rodgers there, Russell Wilson, Herbert, Watson? You know, Watson, thank you. That's a huge miss. I should definitely have him in there. And then, like, so what are you getting? Like, is Josh Allen our QB2, QB3? But, it, like, I guess if I'm moving Josh Allen, which I don't necessarily want to, mm-hmm. I want to pivot to younger, a, a, another quarterback that I like in that group that's maybe worth a little bit less, and okay. I want to add, like, an extra piece to my group because really I'm happy having any of those top five. Like, yes, I have my favorites. If I so were. outside of Mahomes, that two through six-ish range or whatever, you know, two through five, whatever you want to call it, like you would trade Allen and get that quarterback and say like a mid-second four? Like is that enough to make that move if those guys are all the same for you? Yeah, something similar to that. But I mean, but I does don't... it need to be younger? Like because Watson's not younger, right? Like so now you're going to Herbert? Like Herbert, uh, did, maybe Joe Burrow that, a little I think, cheaper. You said, or something like that? Um, like, I don't is, necessarily is want to. Okay. To be honest with you, like me personally, like I get the move you're trying to make and just trying to kind of play into it a little bit, but it's not a move I'm trying to make. If I'm in a league, for example, a league I had Josh Allen and um, Deshaun Watson in, I I moved Deshaun Watson and got Herbert plus and Mm -hmm. held on to Josh Allen because I think Watson still has a little bit more value and he's the more appeasing player little bit easier sure. to move. Um, People still hate Allen, Josh Allen. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't want to necessarily. I guess I'm not looking to to move him at the value that he's at because it's not like he's at Mahomes value. I mean, okay. really, like if I have Do Mahomes, you... I'm looking to go after Josh Allen plus more of a move like that. But that next group, it's almost just like who do you favor at right. that point? And so if I can, like maybe even if I can add, um, man, I don't know, Joe Burrow. Because he's, he's cheaper than Herbert right now, even if it's just a little bit. And might be easier to make this Injury deal if I can add, like, yeah. Joe Burrow and, I mean, Mixon. Like, what am I getting? Like, what what's the right. plus that you're giving me to get rid of Josh Allen? Because I need to upgrade or feel like I'm potentially upgrade somehow. Yeah. So, But even he, in that same tier, you you're all the guys you're mentioning, like, you're talking about getting younger. Not that Josh Allen is old, right? But you don't want to trade it for another guy even in that same area that's got a couple years on Josh Allen because that's not helping you go the right way, almost regardless of the piece. Clearly that piece can make the determining factor. If you like Josh Allen enough to give me Watson plus a little piece, I'll make that move. And you'll do it. Okay. But if you don't, if you like Josh Allen 
just enough to do it straight up or to where I have to add my piece to Josh Allen to get your Watson, mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with Josh Allen. It's just not a move I'm trying to make. I guess, you know, like, I gotcha. and the value is one thing, but mm-hmm. I guess for me, I look at it as like, he's a top, like there's, let's just take Mahomes out of this just for talking okay. sake. And so I can think, but after that, he's a top five dynasty quarterback in my head. If I've mm-hmm. got any of those top five quarterbacks after Mahomes, I'm content. And unless I get a really decent offer on any of them, I'm going to hold. Like, I'm not looking to move them because that's my security. And we talked a little bit about that even on Super Show, too. Like, that's my security. Mm-hmm. You, here's the quarterbacks I don't feel as good about. You neglected the Superflex most important position these are the ones that you can have they're a little cheaper priced but if you want these like if you want my security blankets from my team you better either give one back or better pay up and i'm not really going out of my way to make that move happen for you you need to come to me because i'm just not that interested no i hear you uh in in the scoring for my my only like live draft that i do in person which is like a work friendly kind of deal josh allen's quarterback one now this has some it has some bonus yardage in there for rushing it has some bonus yardage in there for you know totals um, but he's quarterback one he threw for 4544 yards does Josh Allen ever throw for more than that number how many I know 4, that's not the whole yeah 4544 is what I have him does he, he ever sure. throw for more yeah, um, does he ever eclipse that yardage total? I know that doesn't completely equate to fantasy because he has I mean, some rushing yeah, and some I, touchdowns. I think but he's good to me. For, that's the ceiling. Yeah, I think he's good for forty three hundred to forty six hundred though. And then with the rushing upside, I don't know if yeah. he ever like does that. And I mean that's that's a good season, you know. I mean even it's, it's quarterback s- one in this league. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just I'm I'm I'm. I'm trying to compare Gardner and Josh Allen probably a little too much for for the sake of this argument here. But I'm just saying, like, if this is the peak Josh Allen, maybe now's the time to get out. Uh, it's a little different for you because you've been higher on Josh Allen basically from the jump because what you paid to get him and where he fell in rookie drafts. And now you've kind of you've rode this ascension up. But I, guess I don't, want you, to, I don't how, want you to miss it. Again. How long That's do you all. think the peak's going to last, though? Okay, so that's right. That's Versus my question like, to you. And that's even what Allen I was guy. with Gardner, like I was mentioning, like that I knew there was risk there, I, but I chose to ignore it. Like how much risk is there? How much risk is there at this point for somebody like Josh Allen? Like he's got that it's job. much safer. Yeah. 100%. The job is his, Correct. even if he regresses a little bit, like the job is right. his. And that's like what I'm really looking for at this point is that security yeah and and thinking Mahomes as long didn't as healthy, throw for 5050 again yet he's still right. quarterback one right so josh allen can have a 4300 you know yard season next year and still stay in that top and, five and the naysayers are gonna so crap I'm, on it even though they won't sure. mention mahomes but right but i think he's a safe qb1 he he might not be the guy that feels as sexy or that you wanted to be in that top five but yeah i think he is i think buffalo has their guy okay can I can I get a forever bet that Josh Allen will never pass for more than 45, 44 yards? I want to put third Mike to work today. A uh, forever bet that we he can will do it. Never... We can do it once a season and a forever bet. Oh, because and, obviously he does it once in a season. Forty-five hundred again. Forty-five, forty-four is his total. I'll give you forty-five hundred. Forty-five flat. Yeah. Third Mike, put that shit on the board. <laughs> Not giving you the forty-four. 
Uh, you've you've come too close to my ways. It's been a while since we've got a bet on there, but uh, I like it. I like it. Oh man! All right, I I have two more names down. They come from the same team. Hmm. That's all the hint I'm going to give you. Come from the same team. One's a running back. One's a tight end. Where did I f up this? Oh year? man! Yeah, dude. So do you think you can? Do, would you buy Ertz cheap at this point? Do you think he's going to land in a different team? Or I, do you think he's going to stick with the Eagles? Cop out. I will always buy a player depending on cost. I feel like what I can get Ertz for now is probably worth acquiring. Um, I did a I did a trade right before the season started, not with you, but in a league you're in. And there were a couple of ancillary pieces also in there, but it basically involved me getting Ertz in a first, which turned out to be the 109 for George Kittle. Now, it's a start one tight end, and it is a tight end premium. I got That's lucky in that. That's a 2021 sorry? Correct. At 109? Correct. 2021-109. Um, clearly, I got bailed out a little bit with Kittle getting hurt for this year and how that trade turned out. But obviously, going forward, Kittle is a beast over, over Ertz, and we all know that. But would you make that deal right now? Ertz in a 109 um, for Kittle and no. a tight end premium? Probably not, right? No, not today. Like you, you would lose that. Yeah, and there's still a chance to recoup some value in that deal especially mm-hmm. i mean see what happens with Ertz here if where he's playing in 2021 how he does sure he he still has some time left in his body whether you like it or not so agreed i think that you'll recoup a little bit of value but you'll never go back i don't think even like we talked about earlier and that was a bad move but even like we talked about earlier it didn't it didn't completely like decimate your team or make it right. so that like you're I done. finished 110 that you know what i mean i, yeah. I end up picking my, my spot is the 10 so i actually beat that team that that made that trade but clearly the titans didn't help either one of us this and, year and i think Ertz is due to be one of those <clears throat> players that eventually has a quarterback and twitter creating really positive narratives where you'll get a sell window on on mm-hmm. Ertz if you feel like you want to but right. you'll probably talk yourself into keeping him so much by then it's probably that's probably true. Miles Sanders. Me. Miles Sanders is an interesting one as well, yep. you know, because you have to wonder what I was happening with Miles a better O line. Yeah, the O line. We even sucked. named an episode. I like Miles Sanders more than anybody yeah. else. Yeah. which I felt like I did at that point. Yep. And uh, the O line sucked. He was banged up a couple times. Um, yeah. Are you concerned? Like, how do you feel about that one? Why well, uh, running back twenty three and my scoring? Um, from that league I talked about earlier. Like I said, does have some bonuses just ahead of Chase Edmonds and Todd Gurley. So Gurley's also on my list, by the way, which is gross. I wasn't going to talk about him, but since I see him there now, it's kind of gross. I I still like Miles Sanders a ton. I, I believe in his talent there. I would love to chalk it all up to just that offense completely shit in the bed across the board. Um, I think a lot will be determined on not – it sounds weird to say, but not necessarily the coach, but more the quarterback next year. Mm-hmm. And if that is Wentz staying there or if that's Jalen Hurts, um, I don't know that I could talk myself into going acquiring Miles Sanders right now, though. I have yeah. him on probably close to 50% of teams, but I, I would say that at this point, he's probably going to cost more than I want to spend. Yeah, it kind of seems to like maybe see what happens. Prices dropped on both like Miles Sanders and Mixon that you yep. could go out and get them like relatively easily if you're willing to do a little bit of work you're still gonna have to pay but i feel like you could acquire i, I mean i guys. believe upside on both of those guys is huge um 
I don't know how long we can talk about upside and continue to have my fingers yeah, crossed and well, then not see it happen again, though. Well, I want to talk about Todd Gurley anyway because you mentioned him as a miss that you have on. I'm assuming that because mm-hmm. um, he's kind of like a tale of two halves, like the first half of the season. Like Todd Gurley was killing Decent. it. Like statistically, yeah. like there's definitely things about his stats that you could tear apart. But I mean, he was a a wide a running back one i think the first seven or eight weeks and then it just yeah, like 11 to 14 away. range yep. yeah yeah and then it just went away so there was an opportunity to sell so like you're going into the season and you felt rectified rightly so and then that's when we should have moved him um, right but you you play that game where like look how hot he's starting off why can't this continue to happen the entire season right well todd Gurley's touchdown dependent right but he continued to get touchdowns just like he did at the you know the end of the, so the you, year prior. So you feel like he was a miss because of how he ended the second half? Yeah, you could not start him. He crippled yeah. your team. He was even benched that they said Ito Smith is the better running back. Yeah. Like I, I have him on a few teams where I made playoffs and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to put I don't, you know, I mean, I don't even know the guys I would put in, right. but I know I wasn't putting in Todd Gurley because I wasn't getting one point five yeah, points on my and, starting and I think lineup. That's I wasn't like, risking it. That was one nice thing about Todd Gurley because, and I know this doesn't make him a hit by any means, but it got to the point but I knew where not to start you him. knew not to start. Yeah, him. exactly. Yeah, that's a little different. I, I, I get you. Misses maybe like you continue to throw him out there. You knew. You knew by, you know, three quarters to the season for sure that don't put him in your line. And the the price that we paid to acquire him in 2019 to 2020 was very, mm-hmm. like, had a lot of risk banked into it. The prices weren't, like, that out of whack. So, I mean, man, even if he helped you for those first Early. six, yep. eight weeks while you're figuring out the rest of your team, the some of the other players that have changed teams, these rookies, I mean, at some How point— How I build teams— he allowed me to get into the playoffs early because I played yeah. him early and got me wins early. And, and right? I, mean, I don't it, have a ton of running back. So he definitely was in my lineup early when he was killing it. Right. And, and I know this is very specific and everybody can't just make these kind of moves because there's only one person in your league that can have a player. But I mean, if you pivoted from like Todd Gurley to Wayne Gallman in the right moment, you were just fine. I, I, I know that's not the exact trade. Um, that, that you're mentioning, but I do remember uh, right after Saquon got hurt, I think you were you you made a trade offer to move Gallman to me, and I was like, I don't want a running back that I don't believe in. And then Gallman continued to crush it the rest of the season all year. That yeah. team's probably a lot better, and probably um, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm in that league. I don't know that I made the playoffs, and I probably do if Wayne Gallman is on my team and I make a trade that also would have netted me Corey Davis, if I remember correctly. Yeah, who also continued to 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 do really good this year. So yep. that's a, definitely a trade I probably should have made. I don't even know what the piece was on my side, but uh, looking back at it, I probably should have made it. But <laughs> so I can see why Todd Gurley would be a miss, but I feel like at this point people call him a miss every year. So. That's fair. Just, but just he, so he signed that, a one-year deal. So yeah. where where is he next year? I mean, I think he'll probably sign another one or two-year deal with somebody. Yeah. You know, I think but, that a couple of these players will get deals like that. Even Leonard Fournette will probably land somewhere. Right. Lev Bell. Yep. Yeah. Like, all these guys are going to go to our BBC spots, though, right? Like, so if, if I have Todd Gurley, if I have Leonard Fournette, if I have Lev Bell, are you, you got to sit? And wait for them to sign on a team and then take what you can get? Or depending on landing situation, are you writing that out knowing they're not going to be the guy and they're just getting a handful of touches more than likely? At least it's kind of how I feel. I mean, like, that's it, what it we've seen happen on, now. 
It depends on like your opportunities. I mean, if you have an opportunity right. it, I, at this point, if you send me a second for Todd Gurley, I'm going to accept it. Snap. I'm not even going to look closely to see which second it was. I'll take a two twelve. And, and Fournette and Bill aren't aren't giving you that, right? right? You know, like, so, I would say Gurley still holds enough to give you that, maybe. But I think at this point, like people like me who have too much Todd Gurley, unless mm-hmm. like you have an opportunity to throw them into a trade or find a way out, like you you might as well just retire them on your team because you're not getting a whole bunch back unless like they're added into some kind of package for namesake mm-hmm. but that's almost all it is at this point exactly but it's a pretty name on my roster that is not helping me at all yeah yep but that's that's all the guys i wrote down bro i know we kind of went all over the place in true breakdown style like we do yeah and i mean i'm not letting you get out of this episode without some two minute breakdown oh shit <laughs> that's totally fair man my daughter, um, my daughter's really cool. This is a funny story. Check True. this out, though. Is that so, question one? Yes. So my daughter, like, uh, I don't know. What, it's something you just said made me think of this. So, like, my daughter's, like, really into, like, the the Jersey side of football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about it. Like, she really enjoys nice. it, though, and, like, kind of being a part of it with me. She's not into watching games yet. She, I don't know if she ever will be. She doesn't really care right. about players. So, anyway, she wanted a teal jersey. Like that was, Uh she's very color specific and I'm cheap. So she got Leonard Fournette. Gotcha. That's cool. Cause it's Jags. It's teal. It was on clearance. Like I I end up, (laughs) she doesn't really care. (laughs) And that's just it, dude. She, she wants the teal. She doesn't even know she's got it yet. It's going to be for her birthday, but, um, but it's so funny though. Cause I've done that now. Like she has a Ravens Jersey. And yeah, she wanted purple, that. and now she's yeah. got teal. And you're just kind of like, huh, this is weird and gross. But she ends Do up you loving like them. Blue by chance. Yes. Yeah, oh, silver. she's she's got a Galladay jersey. <laughs> we we got Galladay jerseys mm. for Christmas. That's cool. I Hopefully might, he that, stays that might with the retro. Lions. Yeah, <laughs> that might be a retro fit here before too long. <laughs> right. Should have waited till next year. Got it cheaper. <laughs> I know that's what you want, but that's for next Christmas. <laughs> Sending those back. Yep. So anyway, right, to any first-time listeners, and man, first of all, I mean, if we get 10 of you back man, this week, like, listeners. thank you for coming back. I know it's been a while, thank but so um, thanks for being here, man. So anybody that needs a reminder, though, two-minute breakdown, I'm going to ask to drink 12 questions as fast as I can. No pauses. No, that's really not how it works. But I'm going to ask him 12 questions. He has to answer them as fast as he can without thinking, as Two Drink would say. That <laughs> won't, won't be, be hard, hard for, for you. <laughs> so I've got 12 questions ready for you. We're, we're going to see how this goes, man. Try to have some fun with it. Sweet. The best ones aren't here. That's a, that's a teaser for the next time. I'm going to give this man some sexy voice and a two-minute timer and <clears throat> dig right into this. And now, your two-minute breakdown. All right, are you ready? Yep, already wasting time. Something you miss from pre-COVID? Oh, man. Um, high fives. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. James Robinson or Miles Sanders? Oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> pass. <laughs> Ooh, a pass this early. How many snowflakes in a one-pound snowball? Ooh, a million. 22,400. So close. How long is the world's longest tongue? 23 inches. 10 inches and 10 centimeters. And it's Nick the Lick. Oh, I was like, like animals, like giraffe. Yeah, and like whales have like foot. Yeah, I suck. Go How ahead. many bones in one foot? 
You should know this. Oh, you'll put me on the spot. How many bones in one foot? 28. He's counting. That's not right. 26. That's pretty close. So 52 Math bones. 52 bones in both of your feet accounts for a quarter of all the bones in your body. True. What do you call a happy cowboy? Yeehaw. I don't know. A jolly rancher. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what does yeet mean? I do not know. Yeet, yeet. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Dude, it's so stupid. It's, it's a word uh, my son uses now. I had to look it up. It's, it's excitement or approval or something all around energy, sometimes using dances. They need to listen to the acronym breakdown. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they need to get cooler, cool words. Corey Davis. so bad with this. Corey Davis or Mike Williams, a fantasy football breakdown favorite. This has gone on forever. I was just going to say Mike Williams and Mike Williams. You're losing time. Mike Williams. I can't believe you answered that wrong. I know. (laughs) I'm taking Miles Sanders, too. What prize do you get for putting your phone on vibrate? What prize do I get? I don't know. The Nobel Prize. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking guy. Best rookie wide receiver season of all time. Justin Jefferson. Hell yes. Is Tua... Didn't even play two games, basically. Is Tua your starter week one? Yes. James Robinson or Miles Sanders? It's Miles Sanders for me. It's James Robinson for you, which is why we can't get a mother effing trade done. What a jerk. What a jerk. <laughs> uh, he doesn't even know bro. who it is for me. It's not Miles Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been super fun, man. No, I hope bro. you're feeling better as the week goes on. <laughs> Thank you. Two Drink just did a, a COVID show. Hopefully I don't catch COVID it. COVID show. Yeah. I don't know if that's how it can be spread, but to be honest, I don't know if anybody fucking knows anything. You, you never know. I've caught a lot from you, so... <laughs> Try to be careful. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> this has been a ton of fun, though, man. I'm looking forward to do some more of these. 200 just around the corner. We are official at 150. I don't know what the hell 200 is going to mean. We'll see. Told y'all we're bouncing with this, and we're really doing it. I totally missed you, dude. Bear with us. It's a it's a long, amazing song. Just sit back and enjoy. Dude, I totally miss you. I really fucking miss you. Is this about how much I miss you or the misses that we had throughout the season? All the time. Yes. Dude, I totally miss you. The things we did together. Where have you gone? Alright, that was about me. (laughs) Totally miss the honesty in special times and honestly. Totally miss the fucked up things you do. That's totally us. Dude, I totally miss you. I totally miss you. Dude, I totally miss Miss the honesty in special times and honestly. I totally miss the fucked up things you do. I totally miss the honesty in special times and honestly. I totally miss the honesty in special times and honestly. I totally miss the honesty in special times and honestly. I totally miss the honesty in special times and honestly. I totally
totally missed the fucked up things you do. That one was you. Dude, I, totally miss <laughs> you. I do some fucked up shit. <laughs> I totally miss you. Dude, I totally miss you. If you stayed with us to this part of the song, follow us at FF underscore breakdown at FL to drink minimum. I am at Swagzilla Zero G. Happy New Year. Appreciate you all. 